Welcome to episode 11 of the Bikita News Podcast. Uh, this is uh, the go-to source for EHS news. Uh, whether you're just getting into the health and safety field or you're a seasoned veteran, you know, we're, we discuss news topics each week that keep you up to date and informed with trending topics in the industry. Last week, we had discussed the Husan China gold mine, uh, where 22 miners were trapped underground after an explosion. And we also discussed the US Department of Labor's OSHA uh, proposed updates to the HASCOM standard. On this episode, we're gonna be discussing um, an article on the effectiveness of double masking and an article on the 10 most dangerous jobs in America. Uh, so there was uh, an article posted by the Wall Street Journal on February 10th. And the article was regarding a, a study that the CDC released, which finds that wearing double masks or a uh, a single mask that's actually fitted to your face more closely offers uh, a substantial reduction in the risk of COVID-19 infections. That information was part of the CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. And in the study, in lab tests, the CDC found that wearing, uh, wearing a three-ply cloth mask over a three-ply surgical mask block 92% of the particles from a cough. Now, this was much more effective than a single mask in a, or a surgical mask alone uh, blocked 42% of the particles and wearing a cloth mask alone blocked 44.3% of the particles. So experts still say that people should wear N95 masks and that's what they're recommending, partly um, because they block 95% of the particles. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the concerns is that with the new variants to the, the virus that are more transmissible, they're concerned with, um, you know, they wanna make sure that people are using all the precautions that they have available to try and cut down on transmission of the virus. So the CDC is trying to accomplish two goals. Uh, the first of which is to convince people to wear masks in the first place. And they're also trying to offer options like on their website, which will help people try and find a solution and to like a face covering or, um, you know, help them to like properly fit whatever face covering they're wearing, whether it's a surgical mask or a cloth mask or, you know, uh, a, a, one of the other forms of masks that they have out there on the, on the market. And masking is still one of the most effective means to prevent transmission of the virus. And it's critical to slowing the, the evolution of the virus. So if the virus is being transmitted less and it has less of an opportunity to mutate um, in the environment, and that you know prevents the virus from becoming more transmissible to people. You know if there's a mutation or a variation to it. Also in the lab experiments, double masks were also more protective against aerosols from breathing. So they bar they they blocked 83% of aerosols uh, emitted during a, a 15 minute um, breathing session. Uh, so there was a person in the room who was breathing for 15. 
15 minutes, they blocked 83% of those particles. And they found that, you know, if the other person, if there was another person in the room and they were wearing a mask too, 96.4% of the particles were blocked from, uh, from the people breathing in the room. So, you know, it just shows you that wearing a mask not only helps with, uh, you know, transmission of the virus, but, you know, if everybody's doing it, you increase the, the effectiveness of that. So other interesting things that they found is that they had tested the effectiveness of a, a medical or surgical mask that was better fitted by tying knots uh, behind the ear loops and tucking the sides closer to the face. And the mask, a mask that's normally 42% effective just by making the small modifications of the mask, they found that the effectiveness went up from 42% to 64.5%. So just by making sure that the mask is properly fitted uh, will help with the effectiveness. You know, and, and the same can be said if you're not wearing a, a mask properly, like if you have it uh, not covering your nose, then it's not really effective at all. So you have to you have to wear these masks appropriately uh, in order to get the full benefit of them. I think you're right. I think if people are wearing them properly, they're definitely more effective. Um, I do have a couple comments though, because I think what people are missing, another part that they're missing is the social distancing part. And I think if we, it's great that they're finding that double masking is effective. However, I think it's better, might be better for like breathing purposes and stuff like that to just wear one properly or like get an N95 or a KN95 like Barton was talking about in one of our other podcasts or, you know, just stay home. Just don't be in contact with people for long periods of time. I think maybe the best situation for people to double mask is if they are around people a lot and maybe they're traveling to different places where the virus can be more transmissible, you know? I don't know, I don't think, me personally, I don't think I would I would wear two. So my, my wife works at like a healthcare um, institution and, you know, she has access to like a whole range of masks and you know she wears you know she she has like a cloth mask that she wears from time to time and you know she'll wear surgical masks other times and then um you know i've tried out some of the different masks that that are out there uh most recently she had like if you ever seen those masks that kind of look like a duck bill yes right yes I mean, the main thing about that is like the way it like fits on your head. It's very similar to like an N95. Like you don't have the ear loops that kind of goes around your head, mm -hmm. but like it actually was very like snugly fit like around your face, like more so than some of the other masks, you know, I, I've, I've mm -hmm. worn, whether it's a cloth mask or just a surgical mask, like it actually fit much better. So in terms of, you know, effectiveness, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure that was a better mask to wear than, you know, normal, the normal surgical mask that I would wear. Right. Yeah. I haven't tried one of those cause I, I don't go out often, but, uh, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think, you know, there's like, there's a less chance for the mask to like droop below the nose, 
you know, if you have a more fitted mask and yeah, I don't know. I think two is a little, I think two is a little too much. But yeah, cool. All right. The second article that we have is on the most common workplace deaths. So there's 10 most common, 40% of all work related fatalities are a result of transportation accidents. So I will list off the transportation related accident jobs first and then go into the other ones. First line supervisors of landscaping, lawn service and groundskeeping workers. Um, they spend a lot of time in cars traveling from different sites, which puts them at a higher risk for transportation accidents compared to other industries. Another one is construction, construction trades and extraction workers. They too travel a lot. Um, it says that two thirds of the people who died in this industry in 2018 were independent workers. Um, they can also be at risk for slips, trips, and falls incidents, and also contact with objects and equipment. Farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural workers are also at risk. Uh, they do spend a lot of time on the farms and outdoors, but they have to travel from site to site as well, which puts them at a higher risk for transportation-related injuries. And um, this group of, or this industry, they get a lot of on-the-job training and most of them don't have a college education. So that's just a little bit of demographics for that. Um, driver, sales workers, and truck drivers. Obviously they're in transportation vehicles, puts them at a higher risk on the road. And then there's refuse and recyclable material collectors. They obviously drive vehicles too. And they also have incidents related to or well, their transportation related incidents are, what is it called? Um, correlate with weather conditions as well. So all these people who are traveling, it's not just, you know, um, people on the road, but it's also the weather conditions that uh, have to be considered as well. And then lastly, we have aircraft pilots and flight engineers. These two are in vehicles, but they are in the air. Um, their incidents involve plane crashes, and most of these incidents occur in the private sector for some reason. So those are the transportation-related jobs. And then we have structural iron and steel workers. Not a lot of people in this industry, and since there are fewer people in the industry, the death, the death rate is higher for them. Um, they work at extreme heights, so just falls, but uh, those can be pretty dangerous if you're not careful. Roofers as well, they have fall hazards and heavy lifting, climbing, bending, also uncomfortable weather conditions for these guys. Um, second to last is fishers and related fishing workers, and most of these accidents occur while they are at sea. So boat accidents or falling from boats, which can be terrifying if there are um, some, what's where I'm looking for? I forget the word, sea creatures. Yeah, some nasty sea creatures. That'll be uh, 
difficult to deal with as well. Um, and the last one is logging workers. So these guys get hit by falling objects when they're felling trees. They can also have accidents related to operating machinery. So operating the equipment um, related to log work. So those are the 10 industries or 10 jobs that are dangerous. Lots of slip trips and fall hazards, lots of equipment hazards, lots of transportation hazards. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to, I know like planes are dangerous because if something goes wrong, they fall out of the sky, but I guess it's not one of those things that you want to see in the, the top because no. it just tells you that it, just, it seems like it's more common than yeah. people would like to, to think. Only in the private sector though. So let's just keep flying public, commercial. <laughs> I'm all commercial, all commercial jets. That's yep. it. Yeah. No Bermuda Triangle excursions on a tiny jet plane. <laughs> no. And this, this structural iron and steel workers, I mean, like when you're going through that, I don't know if you, you ever saw that picture of the people sitting on top of like a, an I-beam. Yes. This is like an yeah. old photo, right? Yeah. right? There's like yeah. half a dozen people sitting on an I-beam, who knows how I, like eating lunch. Stories, yeah. No harnesses, no nothing to like keep them. I'm glad I live now, right? And that there is OSHA because I would not be employable in the steel industry back in the day. Seriously. And I've been at um, a manufacturing plant where they they make those beams actually, and they uh, manufacture steel. And those places are gnarly. You're not even uh, those. I mean, they're not even working at heights in that one. They just work with very hot metal and like big pieces of equipment. Yeah, I would say for the for the most part. I mean, these you know seem in line, they seem like they're pretty risky jobs in, in one extent or, or, or another. Um, yeah, I'd be, I'm sure this is probably pretty consistent year over year. It doesn't change too much, but, you know, in terms of the, the risks that they're, they're facing, you know, with like equipment, machine guarding, you know, as you said, like, you know, working from heights, slip trip, fall hazards, um, you know, all these jobs have that in common. All right. So, you know, we wanted to, to thank you again for joining us this week. Uh, you know, we hope that you enjoyed our discussion on the two articles. Uh, you know, as always, you can head over to Bakita.org. You can join our mailing list. You can also find the links to the articles there and any resources. Just remember, you know, you really help us out a lot by subscribing to our channel and signing up for the newsletter. So, you know, please do that on the website or on YouTube. You can also find our podcasts on uh, Spotify or whatever platform you listen to. So make sure to subscribe and We'll see you out there next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you.